I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And I'm Danielle. And um, this is Batch Bitch. It's the podcast where we bitch about reality t- television. Um, and that's and that's the whole thing. Yep, that's all we do. Danielle, do you have anything to say? <laughs> um, well, sorry that we're recording this late, but you'll we've got we're going to record one today and one tomorrow to catch up. Okay. Yeah, so... everyone, chill out. No one's complained at all because they're too no, scared think... to complain. Well, yeah, because I did a post to just preempt them to let them know that we're not fighting. Yeah, and you found a, the go-to. a nice picture of me from when I was, I think, nine. On You found that on my Facebook. Yes, and you look beautiful. Thank you. Mark <laughs> lost his mind. He was did like, he? oh, you're so cute. <laughs> and I was like, I know, get over it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I anyway. think I I think everybody loves seeing childhood pictures of their partner because it's so funny. Yeah, it is, and not really. I mean, people love to show childhood pictures of themselves, but I don't know if they're always that interesting if you don't have an extreme investment in the person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like seeing like relatives, like nieces and nephews. I'm like obsessed with mine, but if I see a picture of someone else's, I'm like. Who cares? I think it's funny when you see somebody you you know as a child and the child is kind of hilarious looking. <laughs> you Like an ugly baby? Yeah, like the kid hasn't grown into its face or something or it's wearing an outfit that clearly it just got put into. Yeah, you that know? is funny. I do like seeing that because I I love seeing children embarrassed. <laughs> my my we there was this woman what was her name I can't remember but she made me and my sister's little outfits and my two sisters got dresses and I got like a a pantsuit like floral print I was so mad about it like because she was Cause like oh she's cute matching. she's a little baby I'll give her a little pantsuit instead which to be fair like a little a little jumpsuit which to be fair now I'd be like cool I would prefer but back then I was like I look fucking ugly <laughs> and I'm embarrassed. I love that children think everybody, like the thing is nobody judges a child for what it's wearing because they know that the child didn't pick the outfit. Yeah. Well, I used to hate, I used to hate um, that like baby doll waist, you know, the one that comes like right under your chest and then goes out. It's really babyish. I love that look. I hated that when I was a I'm talking when I was like eight. I was like, oh. I don't want to wear clothes like this. I want a tight dress. I told you my mom I wanted a slinky. tight dress. I wanted, yeah, I wanted to be a sexy baby. 
And I think my mum just listened. She got me like one little tight, and you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't sexy because it was a child's outfit, yes. but I was happy. <laughs> you were like, yes, all the, everybody's going to look at me and be like, oh, she's sophisticated. Oh, look how, look at her bones <laughs> covered in skin <laughs> and now fabric. <laughs> anyway. I- I, as a child, was usually dressed in, I had the same outfit on basically every day. And what it was, was I had this, I had this pink t-shirt that had a, um, it had a wheelbarrow on it that had like flowers in the wheelbarrow. And I would wear that with uh, denim shorts and then a flannelette shirt and then an Akubra that my granddad had bought me and then boots. Um, cool. And that's what I would wear every day unless the wheelbarrow t-shirt was dirty <laughs> and then I'd have to wear a different T-shirt. And I just remember the wheelbarrow T-shirt was the only thing because I had short hair as a kid that, like, let people know because at that point uh, boys didn't really wear pink. Um, yeah. It was the only thing that let people know that I was a girl. Um, <laughs> the wheelbarrow shirt. The the pink wheelbarrow shirt. <laughs> pink. It was hot pink. Um, but I remember I w- when I would go to the shops sometimes – like I remember going to the video store once and I didn't have my wheel, my pink wheelbarrow shirt on. I had like a white t-shirt and the lady behind the counter, she, she misgendered me. Um, mm. And I just remember being so mortally offended and just being like, how dare you not know that I, the little child here with short hair and a Kubra denim shorts a flannelette t-shirt dressed like a tiny farmer how dare you not know that i'm absolutely an extremely feminine little girl (laughs) oh i'm so sorry i just like i didn't i was like yeah this is my farm clothes of course okay this is not my dress up outfit (laughs) how dare you this is my home clothes if i was to dress up obviously i would be wearing a ball gown which you would do. Wait, which shop was this? Oh, it was just a, like a video easy in Tully. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like you travelled four hours to Maya. No. I had at that point You should wear a ball gown if you're doing that. Well, obviously. I do I do have this photo of myself as a child where I was at my Auntie Shelley's wedding and my mum got me this like pink halter neck dress that was like you know that type of dress that was like it was like one size fits all because it's like the ruching on it. So it's like, yeah, it's like tiny and then it stretches out. So I had that. So it was like that around the boot. It's like a boob tube thing. And then I had like the halter neck. So you tied it up around your neck, but then it flared out and it was pink with hibiscuses on it. But I just had my short hair. So my mum sort of like made my hair into like a big sort of like pom pom buffont and then put red lipstick on me and that photo is it's it's one of the most horrific looking things I've ever seen in my life. Bro, and I also I, had like a pink and white dress with like and it was halter neck and it was hibiscuses. Oh my god, I if swear we to can, god. Can you find a photo? If we have yeah. the same Wait, dress. Wait, can you put your video on though? Um sure, but I can't I'm not sitting at the table. So it's fine, but here's what's happening. If we don't look Eye to eye, I'm going to get distracted in online shop because that's all I've been doing. Okay, well, I'm going to put that, I don't know, where can I? Online window shopping. Okay, well, well, I'll look at you like this. Yeah, that's good. Um, Did you know I, um, okay, I'm going to find that photo because 
Okay. We probably look like twins. Um, and if clearly every girl had that dress. Um, um, I have decided I'm going to get into sewing. Okay. Um, I already took in a skirt. Let me get it for you. Okay. <laughs> also, um... Wait, don't oh. talk because I have to do... <laughs> Okay, I, I won't talk. Okay, go. Go. Um, I forgot. Oh, did I? Oh, I forgot. Then I remembered. Then I forgot again. Um, it was something. Oh, yes. I also um, kind of want to have the video not on, sort of out of frame, because as you know, last time I forgot that the video was on and at one point pulled my boob out to look at my Right boob. after we stopped recording the podcast. <laughs> yes, I wasn't see- looking at the screen, so I didn't see, but I, you just went, ah! because you just forgot you were fully on camera and pulled your tit out for some reason, which I, I devastated to miss it, to be honest. But. Oh, well. Um, yeah, so, this so is I... Skirt. This is... I'm okay. showing Danielle a skirt that I got from YesStyle. Sorry, environmentalists, um, but okay. I really wanted it and it was very cheap. But anyway, it's... I put two darts in. Oh, So now very it good. fits me and i'm and i'm gonna go to my mum's house and get her to dump my old sewing stuff out the front and then i'm gonna buy a sewing machine and then i'm also gonna get some loud makeup palettes i'm okay it's day four of quarantine for me and i'm already going crazy i've played so much animal crossing oh my god you and Jono, have you seen, can you talk to Jono please about it? Because he's loving talking to about it. He made me see his house last night. Does he have Animal Crossing? Yes, he has Animal Crossing. And his house is like, I'm like, this is why I decorate our house. Okay. <laughs> so also the allowed to be inspired? Um. Okay, so the floor of his house is like pink camo. Wow. And then... And then over that, he's got, like, a cream love heart rug. Um, he's got, like, lava lamps everywhere. Um, he's got, Damn, like... Damn, how okay, do you so get all this shit? I have, his house him. is... He's been planned for a while, all right? Um, yeah. But also... Um, I mean, it only came out, like, six days ago. <laughs> yeah, he got it as soon as it came out and started playing. I'm going to send you... I think he sent me a picture of the outfit of his character, which I'm going to try and see if I can send you. Bro, let me show you what my character's wearing. Oh, shit. Okay. This is not... If I wanted to do a show and tell, I should have gotten my shit together before I fucking... Okay. I've just sent you a photo of Jono's outfit. This is not good for a podcast. No. (laughs) We're going to take pictures of all these things so you can play along at home. The point is... You've got to guess which one is Naomi and which one is Jono. (laughs) Okay. Now, I copied my outfit off someone off Twitter who copied it off someone off TikTok, but can have a look at that. Yes, very good. You're in a a, a bikini dress. Yeah. And you've got a bandana on. And what's under your arm? Uh, A ladder. Oh, okay. You're doing something. I just use that to walk around, get up cliffs and stuff. Oh, okay. Anyway, Did I wonder see... if I can see how long I've played it for because I started. Can you go to our messages and see Jono's outfit? Because I think you'll enjoy it. Okay. I sent Let's it to see you. See what Jono is wearing. Oh, that's very cool. <laughs> He's wearing a, a long, like a shirt dress, hot pink with a tiger on it. And then the and, pink cowboy hat. <laughs> and a pink cowboy hat, reminiscent of um, Lady Gaga, Joanne era. Yes. 
So we're going, I tried to, as soon as he sent me that, I tried to go on the internet and buy a giant pink t-shirt dress with a tiger on it, but apparently that doesn't exist. Oh. Well, I was wondering if maybe I can see how long I've played it for over over the course of three days. I'll see if I can find out because it is too much. I have been doing almost nothing else except altering a skirt and I was watching um, Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1 and then Nina Oyama messaged me to ask, are you doing a podcast or something? Why are you watching this film? The answer is because they're good movies. (laughs) Called out, Nina Oyama. Okay, rude, (laughs) Nina. How can she see what you're watching? Uh, Because I Instagrammed a lot of it because um, – because Twilight, Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1, the fourth movie, um, is so graphic and gory. It is amazing. Mark went to bed because he didn't want to see it again. Okay, she, like, again. Yeah, because she, like, gets pregnant with a vampire baby and, like, <laughs> like trigger warning for those who have – who um, don't want to hear this, whatever. Um, uh, she, like – bends over to pick something up and her back like snaps in half and then they like have to cut the baby out of her and there's like blood everywhere and she's just like lying there just so malnourished and just dead-eyed like she's dead and they're just like cpring her and just her lifeless body's like just it's amazing it makes it's a that seems like the perfect thing to watch for right now um yeah well, you know, at least I at least I wasn't posting about the coronavirus. Um, That's I think true. people really appreciated it. I'm really surprised because it was a really long story. I posted like 20 videos and people watched them all. I didn't expect people to get that far. Anyway, um <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're going to are we going to do we're going to try and recap I guess three episodes in this first one maybe. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how we get. We'll see how we go for time. Uh, whether three we do episodes. three or four. I've got to. I've got to admit, my notes really start to deteriorate. Yeah, mine too. At some point, uh, there's a few episodes where I sort of forget that I'm supposed to be taking notes. Um, especially that one where they did, you know, the second dinner, the second like girls night boys night episode where they spent the entire episode basically recapping what had happened in the previous episode and then before each ad break they'd like show what was to happen after the ad break then at the end of the ad break they'd show what had happened previous to the ad break do a little bit then show what would happen after the next ad break and then it was just recaps then constantly previews then recaps then previews then finally seeing 20 seconds of new footage oh it drove me crazy Okay. Do you know what I think happened? I think it was supposed to be a big all reunion thing. I don't think it was supposed to be separate. And then clearly too many awful things happened between the couples that some of them hinted at in interviews and then some of them we saw, like when David committed that crime. Um, and that so I think they were just like, we can't put them together. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I loved because imagine how much of a fucking mess that would have been. Anyway. Oh, that would have been, I mean, would have been ratings gold, but I think this show already somehow is ratings gold. Why? Who's watching this? Us, I guess. Literally everybody in Australia, seemingly. The ratings are good. Well, we're not doing anything else right now. <laughs> no, we're all stuck at home. 
we're all stuck at home and it's fine and we're going to be okay. <laughs> I, I told you I was on set for the last two days filming something and it felt like the apocalypse because everybody except for me and the one other actor, we were in, like everybody else was in hazmat suits and face masks and gloves. Hazmat um, suits? Yeah. Who? Like the makeup Did I send you a photo? No, everybody. No, I had to do my own makeup because um, they were like, oh, we can't have somebody that close to you. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I'll send – look, I've just sent you a photo of, like, one of the filming on locations where everybody's in hazmat suits and stuff. Oh, my God, that is so funny. And I just thought that would be so funny if you walked in. they're not hazmat suits. That's not going to block anything from getting through. Yeah, I don't know. They just called them hazmat suits, but yeah, they're like some sort of like suit. Isn't that that's like when a... you're like painting. <laughs> I don't know. They're some sort of suit. I don't know what they are, but everybody was wearing those, and then the face masks, and then wow. people were supposed to be wearing gloves and stuff. But I think they were very hard for people to wear all the time, and then well, we had to have hand sanitizer constantly. I'm happy you were able to get some cash in before Me um, too. your. Well, before and during, your main source of income has been cut off. Yes. Um, what a time to be alive. Yes. What a time to be alive. To be an artist right now. New an plague. Artist, but New I- plague. <laughs> um, anyway, all right. Okay. Let's get into Married at First Let's night. talk about maths. Okay, no so more this, plague this, talk. We're done. This week is now we're doing, on, we're on the girls' hometowns. Yes, and we are. Wait, Danielle, um, let's pause for one second because I need a glass of water, to be honest. Okay. Well, don't pause. Just write down the time because if not, we'll have you'll have to sync it up again. Yeah, I mean, pause the freaking chat, bro. Yeah, okay. Okay, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> okay, we're back. Sorry, I just had to get a glass of water. And I put the kettle on. Um, so my that appliance is going to start screaming at some point. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... It is Married at First Sight. Yes, it is it's Married at First week. Sight again. Danielle, take the reins. Okay, so Johnny complains to Connie about all the other couples calling him out at the ceremony. And mm. then Connie falls for this again, like sort of doesn't really stand up for herself. when Because basically, he, so Connie said... Um, stay he said leave and then he said he was happy she stay said stay because he was kind of hoping that happened and then everybody was like what the fuck johnny yes like seriously what the fuck is wrong with you why did you not just like say stay then if you wanted that to happen you're giving her mixed messages all that bullshit then johnny's like i'm annoyed that they said that i don't know i don't like him anyway that happened um i think uh, a lot of the girls have nicer houses than the boys have. Of course um, they do. Uh, Michelle has signs on how to wash hands around her house, which is very timely, <laughs> um, even though this was filmed in 2019. So well, we know clearly, Michelle she was ahead of practices the safe hand washing. Thank you, Michelle. A, ty- a great reminder. Yes. Michelle has also um, been trying to sext Steve. To which he responds with the thumbs up emoji a lot. Um, <laughs> I think I missed the start of this episode. That's fucked. <laughs> yeah. She wants to sleep in the same room. He sort of doesn't really want to at that 
at that point. Mm. Um, Connie and Johnny. Connie's mum says uh, Connie can't stay with her because she doesn't. Again, she's off maths. So she didn't like maths then. At the wedding, she was like, oh, he seems all right. Then, obviously, she thinks he's a piece of shit from when they met up with him and yeah. they were fighting. Um, Johnny is ecstatic that they're not staying at her mum's, which, to be honest, I can't blame him because that does seem like it will be a nightmare to have to stay with the in-laws who don't like you. Mm. Um uh, Michelle asks her daughter if it's okay if Steve can stay. And the daughter is confused because she obviously doesn't care at all if Steve stays. But Steve pretends that the daughter wants to sleep with her mum. Because basically Michelle's angling for Steve to sleep in the bed with her. Yes. Um, but she wants to make sure that the daughter's fine with this new man sleeping in the house with her mum. But her daughter is in her mid-twenties. Obviously doesn't give a shit at all. And then, yeah, Steve... Pr- Steve acts like the daughter wants to sleep with Michelle when the daughter absolutely doesn't want to sleep with her mum. Okay, now this is crazy. This is this is the craziest shit. Steve Steve is so not good, bad at beating around the bush, like and not saying what he thinks. Oh, he's so bad. And like him saying I know I know she wants to just I know they want to sleep in the same bed. What kind of fucking woman in her early 20s wants to sleep in bed with her mum so that he can then sleep in her bed? Yeah. No, this 20-year-old woman or however old she is does not want you, a 52-year-old man, to sleep in her bed and her sleep in a bed with her mum when you're dating her mum. No, she's just confused by this whole situation. And he's just like, I know what's happening here. You guys want to sleep in the same bed. And they're both just like, ugh. And Michelle's like, uh, not really. I've been angling to sleep with you in the same bed for literally forever. And he's like, ah, I understand. It's girls' night. <laughs> it's it's insane. And Michelle then obviously feels like doesn't want to bring it up because obviously that's like a rejection. And mm-hmm. so just is like, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep, that's it. Okay. The end then cannot ca- come soon enough for these two. Oh, I just want them to be done now. I wanted them to be done from week two, to be honest. Oh, just, um, yeah, good God. Casey and Drew, so we're in The Shire, which was a wonderful show back in the day. Um, do you remember yeah. there was a show called The Shire? I do remember. I didn't ever watch it. Uh, I don't think I did either, but I remember it existing. Um, and they go out for like a brunch or something and they go to like it's a restaurant on the water. It looked lovely. And then Casey says, mm. is this too bougie for you? Um, and Drew is seems it? to think that it is too bougie. I just think it's a nice restaurant. I don't think it's anything that's like – I don't think it would be crazy expensive or anything. I just think it's like – Someone tweeted that that is a bit of a, an expensive restaurant. I mean, it makes sense. It's like right on the water. Yeah. Oh, well. So you, you're anyway. allowed to do things on occasion, you know? Yeah. She says um, she doesn't want her kids to struggle. No. Um, And then they start fighting about money again. Um, Do you want your kids to st- – you don't want kids to – would you want your kids no. to struggle? Um, I would like I would want to provide for my children if yeah. I had them, but I I don't want them. 
But I would want to provide for them and then when they get to a certain age, I'd be like, well, obviously, I'm like, you can continue to live at home or whatever if you want. But, like, when you move out of home, like, I'm not going to pay for stuff for you. Like, I'm not going to pay for their rent or whatever. And I don't think I'd buy them, like, I don't think I'd buy them, like, extravagant stuff. I think I'd be like, you got to get a job and all of that jazz. Yeah, absolutely. That's how I got myself a GHD. And it's still works my ghd straighten out it's the first thing i bought when i got a job at coles when i was 14 years and nine months old and it's still kicking baby that is true i've had my ghd those things don't die i think I well got apparently I they do 17. now oh do they yeah the 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 company changed hands and they make them uh. in a different factory now um apparently now the good brand is cloud nine which is like the new GHD. It's the same ah. person who used to own GHD. Anyway, but if you have a GHD pre like two thousand and eight or something, you probably yeah. still have it because I they do. do not die. Mine has been through like I've dropped mine like in the toilet and like just Ew. had to like wipe it down and stuff. <laughs> it's been it's had periods where like I remember like last year it stopped working for a day and then the next day I turned it on and it just was just working again. It will oh, never well, die. Fine. That's yeah. um, actually me and my sisters all had GHD hair straighteners and one of them broke and Melanie and Kylie got into a fight for like two years over whose <laughs> hair straightener was the broken one. <laughs> that is a fight that runs deep, my friend, because that's a valuable hair straightener. That um, is. Anyway, yeah, no, I agree. I Yeah, like you wouldn't. Like, you wouldn't want them to fucking starve or anything, but I just, no. I, I, the more your parents gave you, the worse a person you are. That's my opinion. Yeah. Um, I bought anyway. my own car. I didn't have any help with my own, my first car or anything like that. You know, uh, my mum gave me, my mum bought a new car and gave me her old car. So that's why Naomi is less relatable than me. Yes. I mean, it's <laughs> like an old Master 3. <laughs> I got mine. I got a nineteen. I got a. I got a nineteen ninety five Toyota Camry as my first car, and it wow. had low kilometers on it. And it was because the lady who owned it had died, and her family took it in to get it serviced before they were going to get it done. And my mum worked at a um, uh, mechanics, and she said all the boys who worked there were like, "This car's good value," and so mum got me to buy it for twelve hundred dollars, and it worked yeah. up until the day I bought Dirty Fuel. Bloody bargain. Yeah, it was great. My sister bought herself a tiny little, it was almost like a little cube. It was like this tiny little red like hatchback. It was so small. And we lived on, we lived in the bush. And so she would pick me up from work. And sometimes if she was bored, she would just like edge. She would just, on our driveway, there were heaps of trees. And she would just edge towards a tree until she like pressed up against it with her car. (laughs) That was a fun (laughs) game we'd play. Pretty cool. Um, all right, so they so they start they're fighting about money, blah blah blah. Um, he asked if you could be with someone who doesn't. Can you be with someone who doesn't have that much money? Um, and then Casey says, "I haven't even asked for material stuff from you, but that is not true because she said the man should pay for dinner." That is true. So um, that is asking for his money. Um, and she says she wants coffees, a card, flowers, make me feel special. That's what she wants. Yeah, basically um, her love language is gifts and she hasn't. Obviously. Worked. Maybe she yeah. doesn't know that yet. Whereas it's like 
if she knows that, then maybe little things like I don't think I think if if I think if it was just giving little gifts all the time, like it wouldn't be too much of a hassle for him if he knew how it made her feel. Like I don't think like mm. fla- flowers every now and then isn't too big of an ask. Um, and like if if you just get into like the routine of it, but also I feel like other things it's like I mean you could just make stuff make little notes or something if that's what she's like but also uh I think that's a hard one if you're not into that as well if you're not the type of person because I think I'll find it hard if somebody always wanted like little love notes or something I'd be like I don't know how to do that little love notes I could write a little love note you want a little love note sure I'll send you a little love note I did one because John is working from home today. He uh, he was like, uh, "Do you, if you got any chores for me, write them on this post-it note." And then I wrote a bunch of funny joke ones on it. Oh, um, that's cute! You guys are being cute, aren't you? Yeah. How about Mark that? just keeps? Um, what has he done yesterday for five minutes? He sang a song about wanting to kiss the inside of my arsehole. Ah. For five minutes straight, just singing about. <laughs> somehow getting his lips up to my intestines and oh. I was like shut the fuck up um so we're doing well <laughs> but we also made gnocchi so that's cool um anyway uh cut back to maths Lizzie and Seb they had a fight now this fight is entirely Lizzie's fault in my opinion yes um they got her to a house that night and she he was very tired but she wanted to go to the beach and eat burgers and he said i'm too tired and so she just went on her own to do it out of spite probably and they slept separately and then he apologizes to her which annoys me because it seems like he's one of those people who will just always apologize yeah i felt like he he, he like said he was like he didn't realize how much it meant to her but I also feel like they're there for a week so maybe if they had have talked through it they could have gone the next night or something because if he's tired then yeah you know, I mean I don't want to traveling all day I'm gonna be horrible if I'm really tired you don't want to go on a date with me if I'm tired and I don't want to be there oh do you know the best thing about quarantine is that Mark is always trying to get me to leave the fucking house and now it's like against the law which is so good because he's always like, come get on my days off. I just want to sit inside. And he's like, come, let's go for a walk. You know, let's go, let's go do like, and I'm like, no, you know, I'm the Steve of the relationship. And now, now we can't leave the house. <laughs> oh, well, I'm um, glad that you're happy that um, actually you would like this to continue for forever. Um. No, if the whole world got better, but they just kept telling Mark that there's still quarantine, I would like that. Okay. Um, well, we'll anyway, <laughs> thank you. Please look into it. Um, oh, Drew's Casey's family come over, and she starts bitching about how shit Drew is. And Drew, like Casey, gave Drew some instructions to pour some water from some pasta into some other thing, and he fucked it up. So now he has to go to the shops to get more pasta or something okay so that i mean i like obviously that's like a that's annoying but also um the dish was completely ruined (laughs) like i looked at the sauce and i was like what the fuck is wrong with that like obviously he was supposed to pour some water into a separate thing so that they could you know use the pasta water to mix through the pasta later on um but it 
like I don't know what happened, but I don't know if it was supposed to be carbonara or something because it looked like omelette that had been it looked like scrambled eggs and it looked fucked. So oh boy. I mean, I also think it's like if she's in charge of the dinner, then she should take over the dinner if he's messing it up. Um, <laughs> it's her responsibility as a yeah, woman. But I don't know. To not let the man fuck up the dish. Well, I mean, like, if she's if, if it's her dish that she's telling him how to make, then I feel like if it's been messed up, just take over and be passive-aggressive. Just be like, <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have to do this if it wasn't for you. <laughs> I'm joking, don't do that. Relationship um, tips with Danielle. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I just wanted to say that earlier we went to Stacy and Michael and Stacy joked that she wanted to be a stay-at-home wife, which I – that's something – I don't know if that's just like – because I feel like she's got a, the sense of humour where she just likes to make jokes about that stuff. Um, mm. But also I'm not sure if that's also not the truth, but it makes me sad because I'm like, you had to do all this study to become – like to, to get your law degree. Surely you don't just want to let it all – all that work go down the drain. I think she just got it so she could just scream, I'm a lawyer constantly. <laughs> I kind of want to go to law school so I can do that now too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the same as when people say that I'm an engineer. I'm, I've never actually been an engineer. I just have an engineering degree. But um, I, my, my friend, Mish Wittrip, you know Mish? Yeah. People would say for years that like Naomi's an engineer she'll figure it out or whatever just occasionally people would say that Mish thought that my job at that tech startup I used to work at was just like admin she did not know I had an engineering degree at all she just thought it was a funny joke that people said (laughs) (laughs) because I was smart (laughs) I was like excuse me Anyway, just so everyone knows, um, I do have a double degree in science and engineering. Um, not that I've made much use of it, but here we are. Um, and Michael- I have no degrees, but I was a yes. live-in nanny in London for two years. And I went for a job interview for a company called Viking River Cruises, which at the time I thought was the thing that me and my dad had done in Ireland where we went on a bus that was like one of those buses that drives into the water and then becomes a boat where you all wear viking helmets and then i got there for the interview and it was a luxury river cruise company not i had done no research i just assumed it was the same company where you wore the viking hats so me and naomi both engineers yeah that's called life experience sweetie look it up mm-hmm. um i'm so sorry that's so funny you idiot um uh michael says that stacy has expensive taste because he finds all her like Prada and Gucci or whatever in her wardrobe. To which I would say, sir, you have a home cinema. Don't tell me you don't have expensive taste too, buddy. Yeah, also I didn't think that Stacey's like, I felt like I was like, yeah, but she's obviously paying less on rent because I don't think her house was like, you know, like it wasn't like it was like an extravagant house. Like she had like an old, like I would say like quite an old house that she'd filled with uh, like expensive things. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's like, well, she's budgeting. She she's is spending budgeting. less on rent so that she can spend more on those things. I mean, I think buying any of those, if that stuff is psycho, to be honest. Although, um, I mean, because I think you that can those... get all you can get lots of bags and different shoes for much cheaper. All you're spending money on is the brand name, and that's like, if you want to be stylish, why don't you get your own style instead of just like buying what society tells you is 
will get you respect because of the name. That's my yeah, opinion. Yeah, that's true. But I also think that I also think that some things like if you buy those like really luxury handbags, like if you just like leave them, they can accrue value and stuff. So I guess that could be like an investment sort of maybe. Oh yeah. I I, I don't know if she takes care of it, but you know, like I don't think you could ever do that with shoes because if you're wearing shoes, then of course they're going to get scuffed up and gross. But I think if you looked after those handbags, then they're the type of things that accrue money and or don't at least lose value. Yeah. Well, you know, that's a fair point. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, actually, so, she's just good at investing her money. Okay. Yeah, well, she says that she will cook and he will work and she will spend the money. And she says, I want a credit card. And she's, like, kind of joking, but I don't think she's joking. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, she just wants to spend his money, which I'm all for. What's he going to spend it on? Fucking alcohol. That's <laughs> all I can think of. Um... So, yeah, and I mean, more power to her, I say. Yeah. Um, then we back to Lizzie and Seb. Lizzie wants to go get a tattoo, um, and she does. What she gets is a crescent moon on her rib beside another crescent moon. She gets the <laughs> exact identical tattoo about one centimetre away. And she wants <laughs> Seb to get a tattoo, which he is very hesitant, hesitant about, but then he gets hashtag maths on the bottom of each of his toes. Um, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Can you imagine someone that you've known for a month being like, come get a tattoo? Yeah. Also, and you don't have any tattoos in this. You're a, a person who's never had a tattoo. Like, I could understand if it's someone who, like, has tattoos, maybe fun. But what a psycho. And he, like, he did not want to get a tattoo. <laughs> no. This man is so accommodating. I hope he's not but- too accommodating. <laughs> At least the bottom, oh, at least like on the bottom of his feet, that would have hurt heaps. Apparently, the bottom of your feet is really painful. But really? also, Jono was like, uh, "That'll probably fall out very fast." So he probably like the tattoo will come out. Yeah, they did say he says later that it started to come off or something. So yeah, that's good. Um, Casey's family. So Casey's just complained, and then they just like drill Drew so hard, and then they're talking about him, and she's like, "He hasn't tried to fuck me yet." And they're like, oh, he must be gay. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Do you know what? I think if anything, that if anything, um, if Max has done anything this year, I think it's demonstrated that sometimes men don't want to fuck every single woman. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, men do not have a one-track mind. Like, you can point to so many men who are basically, like, Drew didn't fuck Casey straight away. Steve doesn't want to fuck Michelle. John doesn't want to fuck Connie. And all these women are gagging for it. And, you know, I think it's just good for yeah, we got to some, see that men... We got some incel women If a man in doesn't want to fuck a certain woman, that doesn't mean he's gay. Because I've heard that about all three of these men now. <laughs> I've heard someone say that. Must be freaking gay. I mean, you know, and they, if they were, they, power to him. Who cares? But, like, just, in, oh, it's so stupid to me. Yeah. They say all the good-looking guys are gay. And you're like, okay. <laughs> Rude. Rude. I mean, I think maybe gay men are just more likely to have an actual good personal hygiene um, system. That's, <laughs> that's true. the difference. Um, so... Connie's um, Connie's friends meet up. Connie meets up with her friends, and then they basically just have a go at John for ages, and they get into a fight, 
which is very awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, and John storms off from them. And then um, Michelle... I think they were right, though. Oh, yeah. I, I think they were good because Connie is not sticking up for herself whatsoever at all. I, it was just interesting to see, usually when they're getting grilled, they, like, just the... Per- and on all of these shows, when they're getting grilled by a family member, they just sit there and be like, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm a good person. But he's just like, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somewhat refreshing, even though he is wrong. Um... And then Michelle and Steve have um, dinner with her family and Michelle's mum says she does not see them being together as husband and wife. And this upsets Michelle. Yeah, as, I mean, though I don't know, I just think that that Michelle should have walked away from this a long time ago. Absolutely. 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 And it's on Steve. He could have written leave so long ago that, like, it's just crazy to me that he didn't, like, he knows he's not attracted to her and he just keeps beating. I don't know why, I don't understand why he's continuing to have this relationship when he's not attracted to her at all. I think he just wants to be on the show. That's the only thing I can think of because he's not attracted to her. He's, like, obviously almost repulsed if he... Is so adamant about like not kissing her, like it's just right. a kiss. You can't even kiss her. Yeah, like you can kiss someone you're not attracted to. Yeah, that's not going to be a humorous <laughs> deal. Like he's obviously like so off, like so not on. I, I think he's just got. He's definitely someone who's terrified of aging. Oh yeah, and and age scares him. That's why he dresses like that and his hair is like that. Yeah. Um, it's just, but that's the thing. On the other hand, he's like such an old man. Like all he wants to do is go to a restaurant or some shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to do anything else. Anyway, so we go into the next episode. Um, Michelle's upset about what her mum said because she knows her mum's right. Um, yeah. And then um, cut back to Michael and Stacey who were all happy cup, happy Happy campus. Um, we've just seemingly all forgotten what Michael did and then would not admit to. But anyway, um, Michael asked Stacy if she's ever had a job. She says retail, um, that she can't tell him how long her shifts were and then that she had another job that she went to most days. All sounds uh, legit. I, so, I don't, you know what? We'll get to it. We'll get to it in another episode because Haley brings it up. But really, how has she got? Like, how has she got all these shoes and stuff? Two kids. She's a single mother and a law degree. Well, I think. Where's the money well, coming from? There's been other stuff that said uh, her her um, father and her brother left her some money, but also. Oh. Um, also, it says, like, that, like, she says in another episode a bit later on that um, her partner um, was, I guess, like, cashed up. He bought her things. Oh, and he would probably pay a lot of child support, maybe. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm just thinking of people I know and they're dead shit exes who barely pay any child support. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I won't name names. <laughs> um. Uh, she says she's just gonna, like, he, 
He's like, have you ever had a real job? She basically just says no. Yeah. Right? She can't yeah, that's essentially what specify happens. any real job she's had. And then she said she's just going to collect degrees. So you're talking about like being a waste of a law degree. I think she just did it so that she could say she has a law degree. That's funny. Yeah. I think it is funny. It's a good bit to go and get a law degree. I am a lawyer. <laughs> I'm a lawyer. I would love to get a... I would imagine becoming a doctor and never doing... I mean, actually, being like a, if you were a doctor doctor like a medical doctor you would have to I guess do it for a bit to get the degree so that you can't really do that yeah mm. anyway moving on I'll take that back I thought that would I mean, be fun you can have like a doctorate or anything that's true but I People guess people love could to you... walk around saying I'm a doctor because I did it I did a PhD in literature bro if you can't stand up on a plane I don't want to hear about it well there we go Naomi solved life's mystery um, yeah, if you have a PhD, shut up, nerd. It doesn't Just count. <laughs> oh, God, we're falling apart. Okay, um, come on, let's get this train back on. Okay, <laughs> so next up we go to uh, Lizzie's mum's house and, and yeah. Seb does lunch with Lizzie's mum, um, mm-hmm. who is absolutely terrifying. Um, yeah. Seb sees his family about once, like, like – Maybe once a month or once every two months. Um, and Lizzie's mum does not like this because Lizzie's there like seemingly at least once a week, if not more than once a week. Um, and so she Why is this like, an issue? He can see – Lizzie can still see them once a week. Yeah. Who cares? Maybe his family's boring. Yeah, I um, don't think that's a red flag at all. No, and then she's upset that he doesn't have lots of money, which to me I say, fuck you, man. Like, that's so rude. I, she says, what I'd like to see from you is stability and commitment and an investment property. Maybe he doesn't want to be a freaking landlord. Maybe he just wants to have enough money to get by and not have a freaking portfolio. Yeah, well, he says that he just wanted to find out what he likes to do. Which I think oh, maybe is maybe he just enjoy fine. his life instead of yeah investing in the freaking stock market. I'm over it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just okay, in the face anyway. of like societal and economic collapse, I do not need some woman talking about investment properties when landlords are sending renters letters saying, "I know you don't have any money, but if you don't give me a bunch of money, um, you're going to be out on the street." Anyway, um, sorry, I'm all fired up. That's all right. So Lizzie's mum is still on the fence at the end of the day. Moving on. Um, That's all right. Casey and Drew. Uh, Casey is trying to get Drew to fuck her um, by yes. wearing a bikini in front of him out by the pool. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, immediately we find out they have fucked and that she she calls herself a smitten little kitten, which grosses me out. Um, Dude, I've totally said that in the past. Ew. Yeah, and it was when it, it was when I started dating someone that I didn't actually like that much. So oh, that could I hint at mean. someone. That could hint at something, you know what I mean? Anyway, <laughs> because you can't <laughs> say I really like this guy. You just say I'm smitten. You understand? Because we don't use that term anymore, so therefore it doesn't mean anything. Well, it's just a mood that you're in. And you're not act- you don't actually have to say anything about the other person. Yeah. 
you know? Okay. Um, then they get everybody gets given cards that they can write down questions on and take to the dinner party. And Michael is so happy about this. He's so excited. He gets to stir the pot. His favourite thing to do. Terrible idea. I mean, I guess good for the show and good for ratings. But what the hell? Did you ever have form spring, Danielle? What? There's in high school. There was this website called Form Spring, and you could sign up. And then people could send you, like, anonymous questions. Um, and no, I don't just, think I did that. It was just a way for people to get cyberbullied. And I didn't – I did it and I was worried I was going to get cyberbullied heaps because I thought I was a big loser and everyone hated me. But then that turned out not to be true because I didn't really get – the only – I got one person sent me the word finger bang 20 times and I got – they were like, do you finger yourself? And I freaked the fuck out. I was like – Oh my god, this is the worst thing that could ever happen to anyone. <laughs> and then someone sent me one like complaining that they didn't like my boyfriend, that they thought he had a shit personality or something. And that was it, and no one else bullied me, and so many people got bullied. Anyway, just goes to show how well liked I am. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't really have um internet when I was a teenager because I think it would so- I think the anxiety of it would be so much when you're a teenager going through, like, puberty and stuff. Oh, Yeah, I think it's worse now. I mean, when I was on there, we didn't... If we if we really wanted to bully people, we would do it over text, you know? Yeah, I don't think I... I don't think I... I don't think I had any of that. My high school was so small, I don't really think anybody really got bullied. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, my high school was fucking vicious. Um... <laughs> Dude, I nearly got into a physical fight once. You? Like, backing up. So, my friend, like, some other girl called her fat or something. And so, we, like, it was, you know, you'd have the fight seasons at school where people would just get into fights. And there I was flanking my friend one time and she's, like, yelling. She's, like, you called me this. And then she's, like, no, I didn't. And I was in the back, like, yeah, you did. I heard you. And, like. I really could have got in. Anyway, I just stepped, I did decide, I stepped back um, and watched them have it out and pull each other's hair. But that happened all the time at my school. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been through it. Um, anyway, all right, so we get to the, so this is what they this is what they decide to do. Um, the experts say it's a real world situation. This is not a real world situation to get um, honest, anonymous feedback from other couples. In front of a group. This is not something that happens. If anything, people like break up with someone and then they hear from everyone they know, oh, thank God I always hated them and never told you. You never get honest feedback on your relationship from other people. No. I thought that all of these letters were reminiscent of howlers from Harry Potter. They were all just vicious things yelled out in front of... (laughs) groups of people to shame people <laughs> i love i love um just the vastness of our experiences that we can pull on things such as form spring and howlers yes um to relate to this which is completely not a real world situation it's a harry potter situation thank you danielle um thank you someone talks someone asked lizzie why do you think why do you stick your nose and everything you haven't been here this long and Seb sticks up for her and says that she doesn't. Um, and then Seb tells Lizzie that he would move into state for her. Which is nice. He's, he's very lovely. He's so lovely. 
He's um, very kind. He's I so do lovely that I don't even him. mind when he quotes Borat, you know? Like, that's how nice he is. <laughs> he's it's lovely. Be, it'll he be so nice. easy to bully him, but I don't want to. No, he's just a sweet boy. He's so lovely. Um, and exactly what Lizzie needs, although I think Lizzie could <laughs> maybe be a little nicer to him. Not much. She's pretty good. But in terms of sometimes if you have an argument with someone, you may have to check if it was your fault. Um... Now, um, Michael tells Connie and John that they should just sleep together and Connie says, yeah, I want to, but he won't. Um, (laughs) Which is like, everyone chill. Obviously, Johnny should leave, but in his defense, he has been trying to leave for the past three weeks. Yes. Um, And then she just says flat out, are you attracted to me? And he says, no. And then he says, but I still think you're attractive. Yeah, he really can't just say what he's thinking. Yeah, he'll say it, but then he'll back out of it because he can't handle the thought of saying something rude. Yeah, I can't deal with him. He doesn't want to hurt anybody. He never wants to tell he never wants to say him and Steve are very similar. They never want to say the truth. I disagree. You disagree. I disagree that they're similar because the difference between them is John has been trying to leave. He's not trying to keep Connie on the line for some weird fucking unknown reason. See, he's I just think trying he... to leave, and he's st- he, yes, he's forced to be with this girl that he knows that he likes as a person, but it's not going to work out with. So he, he doesn't want to hurt her feelings, but he's been trying to leave this whole time. Yeah, but I think he's been writing. He's been writing leave, knowing that she will stay, and like the the thing yeah. is, like I think he's doing it to be like, I think he's writing leave. Because he knows that she'll write stay and he wants to stay because he, I don't know, I, don't, I think he likes the power of it. Because he just keeps on, like when he says, like, I wanted her to write stay, then that's like, what? what's wrong with you? I feel like he's just trying to make the best out of a bad situation. I don't know, I don't like it. I mean, it's not great. He sh- it's just like, but it's fucking, br- like someone just sitting there being like, are oh, you attracted to me? Just tell me. It's fucking brutal, man. Yeah, but just say say it. He did say no. Yes, but, but it's then so he... hard to let that just linger in the air. <laughs> but you've got I to, get it. And she needs to hear it. She does need to hear it. It's just one of those things. I just understand the reflex to try and take back anything remotely rude. Yeah. Next As up... you know, I'm always trying to um not be rude. Now that is now, for anybody who knows Naomi, that's funny because she's uh, <laughs> constantly saying rude things. <laughs> Do you guys get it? I um, guess I'm like... <laughs> Did you get it? The acid tongue princess or something. It's what you could call me if you want. Um. <laughs> okay, so Michael and Stacey uh, get asked the question. Uh, Michael gets asked, did you cheat on Stacey? And he sticks to his he can't remember defense. He can't remember, but no, is his defense. Yes, I'm waiting for him to do an insanity plea. <laughs> um, Steve gets asked, I, do you have any plans of fulfilling Michelle's sexual needs? And Michelle says, you know, maybe we're just not one of those couples that fucks. Which would be fine, but that is clearly not what Michelle wants. No, Michelle's um, obviously a root rat. She is a root rat, and but she cannot root. No. Which is so sad. And then she realized she's been delusional 
that is the word she uses to describe um, the fact that she's just sort of passively come to accept that she's part of a couple where they just aren't romantic at all. I mean, they're just friends. That's depressing. Poor Michelle. It is depressing. She wants, she's got to she get out. She wants to fuck. Yeah. And she, I just don't, I mean, now, because she's got some clout, I think she won't have a hard time finding, like, I guess all these people say that they've had a hard time finding a partner or something, but, um, but now she'll have more Instagram followers, so she'll have a better reach, so she'll be able to find yeah. someone, because I think heaps of people would want to be with Michelle. Huh? Yeah, she's cool as. She's cool. Yeah. I like her. She's cool, I like that she's I, chill, she's fun. She's lovely. I like that Casey tells Michelle she, Michelle she shouldn't have to beg a guy to touch her. And I yes. think that's when that really hits Michelle and wakes her up that Steve is not treating her well at all and um, he should just break up with her. He shouldn't just leave her in this weird limbo. Mm. Where he's like, the attraction's growing, the attraction's growing, but then won't kiss her. Yeah, if the attraction was growing, you would have kissed by now. Yeah. Honestly, grow up, 52-year-old child. All right, next episode. Yeah. Uh, Michelle is crying over Steve, um, and he's gaslighting her into thinking he likes her. Yep. Um... Michael, we find out, we also, Stacey and Michael, Michael finds out that after the show, he has to relocate to Melbourne for three months. And Stacey Mm -hmm. is feeling like she wouldn't trust him alone. I wouldn't if I was Stacey. I mean, I would never be Stacey. I would never be with Michael ever in my entire life. But, but yeah, obviously, I mean, she went away for one night and he cheated on her. (laughs) Yeah, one, and that does not bode well for three months. That's like no, it does not. You know, this man clearly has an alcohol problem. Yeah, a really bad one. Um, where he like (laughs) verbally abuses her when he gets drunk. It seems anyway. Um, (laughs) so she doesn't trust him for some reason (laughs) to be away. Um, dude, I have like three notes for this episode. Is that because it's really fucking boring? This is the commitment ceremony, right? Yeah, this is the commitment ceremony. Um, we find out before the commitment ceremony that Johnny has written leave. Um, yes. So then first up, we have Michelle and Steve, um, which are, I think it's something where, did they sleep in the same bed this episode or something? I don't know. Is this the one? No. So Michelle and Steve, Michelle's no, they upset that they didn't sleep together. No passionate kiss. Steve says maybe he's starting to get attracted to her, but Michelle has pulled back because of what Bubba said. Um, John calls bullshit and says that they're yeah. just friends um, and uh, says, what is the reason you're not having sex with your wife? Um, <laughs> what is the reason that you're choosing not to have sex with your What a question. Yeah. And then he says he's not attracted. And that he won't try, which is fine. But like you don't have, you don't have the to. The attraction is growing. Yeah, you don't have to force yourself to have sex with somebody you're not attracted to. But you can have a kiss because the kiss might help things grow. You know, but also just break up with this person. Exactly. Sometimes if you're not, sometimes if you haven't done anything horny for a while, I think you grow yeah. less horny. So sometimes yes. you just got to get in there, do something horny, 
And horniness builds on horniness, bro. Yeah, horniness attracts horniness. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's what we've always said. So sometimes you just got to get in there and freaking do, give a, do a pash. Yeah, do a pash. And then you might feel something awaken in your pants. Yeah. Anyway. That's how it works sometimes, okay? Michelle <laughs> and Steve. Steve, the 52-year-old man, needs to be told how horniness works. Okay. <laughs> um, and anyway, John's it's funny because they just like base, they have a ba- they just have a go at him constantly, and he's so annoyed about it. And they're yeah, like, he just acts- fucking give up, bro. Yeah, stop. He keeps on acting like he's a gentleman instead of just the fact that he just doesn't want a dick. Yeah, it's like it's you being. They say gentlemen when they say gentlemen in these situations. What they mean is I didn't coerce a woman into fucking me yeah michelle is gagging for it she wants it so bad yeah yeah just give her a pass jesus christ see get, how well you he doesn't it. have to but if he doesn't want to leave yeah don't stay don't keep on making her think that there's hope mm, leave so annoying okay casey and drew it's boring they both stay Michael and Stacy talk about how they have to do three months long distance. Stacy mm-hmm. doesn't trust him, but maybe that after some more time in the experiment, trust will grow and they both stay. Lizzie and Wait, Seb. But, but I have a problem with this because he says yes. stuff like he doesn't want to do boys nights anymore and all he wants to do is go to the gym and FaceTime Stacy. Symptomatic of a larger problem in Australia that men cannot hang out socially without drinking or something. Like, why is he talking about boys' nights? Like, he can't do boys' nights anymore. You can still have friends, bro. Like, are you not going to have any friends other than Stacy? You need to have yeah. friends. Just don't get shit-faced. Just have dinner or something. Have a fucking conversation. Oh, my God. Yeah. Men are so bad at socializing. It drives me insane. Yeah, it is annoying. You could just chill out. Go hang. You can still hang out with your friends. No biggie. And you should hang out. You should have friends. Just because you have a wife who doesn't want you to fucking cheat on her doesn't mean that you should be, like, locked inside the whole time. Yeah, you should also have friends with both men and women. But also, I don't yeah. know how Stacey would feel about that. So, <laughs> um, Danielle, you as a woman, would you be friends with Michael? Uh, I wouldn't be friends with Michael. but <laughs> I wouldn't inflict um, him on any women I know. <laughs> no, but I did forget about him existing at- um, as a person, sorry about that. No, yeah, you are right. No yeah. woman would ever want to be friends with Michael. These things have consequences, Tanya. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, I got. Oh my god, sorry. <laughs> I'd forgotten. Uh, I got. Just, oh, so sorry about that. I had forgotten. <laughs> anyway, they're fine. They're happy for the moment. Um, and then, uh, and Lucy and Seb sit down, and they um. John just seems to be prodding, like, oh, Lizzie's family doesn't approve of Seb? Oh, Lizzie, could you be with someone who your family doesn't approve of? Huh? And I'm like, dude, chill. Like, yeah. and I think it's, like, Lizzie's put in a hard spot here because it's like, do you care what your family thinks? I mean, I would be like, no. <laughs> 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 no, they're fucking dumb. I'm just kidding. I love my family. But also, I cannot imagine... A scenario where I bring someone to dinner and my family, like, grills them to shit. Like, they'd just be like, hi! <laughs> Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, I think about my reality family... TV makes people go crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. I mean, I understand because whatever Lizzie's mum has seen Lizzie's fallout from the last season of this or whatever. Oh but yeah, these also, are extenuating circumstances. Yeah, but also like yeah, Lizzie thinks their opinion will change. I think, I think, I don't give a shit. You know, if my parents like my partner or not. Also, I mean, because I live in a different state, it doesn't really matter that much. But luckily for me, um, they love Jono and mum loves him potentially more than she loves me. So Really? Oh, she loves him so much. That's the same with Mark and my family. It's okay. I mean, it's lovely. But also, <laughs> it's like my mum, like, following him around the house being like, do you want some more mango when we're in Queensland? Because <laughs> so I told her. Wait, how does Jono even talk to your family? Is he himself? Oh. What do you mean? Yeah, he's just himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he just pees himself. Now, I love Jono. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. But I can understand that someone might find him a little polarizing because <laughs> he's honest to the point where it makes me seem like a little meek mouse. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But yeah, that I yeah, like that your mum likes blunt. that. That's good. He's very My blunt. Mum <laughs> loves it, but mum loves it. Yeah, I think I think she respects a strong personality because she yeah, also yeah. has a strong personality. Oh, I love that. Um, but also I think she sees like the nice things he does for me and stuff. So she'll like see yeah. him do the cooking and all, like washing up and I don't know washing clothes and doing all of that, and she's like, that's nice. Um, and also when they came up, cause mum and Noel, mum and her partner came up a lot last year. And so we like cooked dinner for them and stuff. And mum was just like watching us make pasta together in the kitchen. I think she just thought it was very romantic. <laughs> also, <laughs> we're like sitting there feeding the pasta through, making it into a long thing. And mum's just standing there watching us intertwined with the pasta, sipping her wine and giving us feedback. <laughs> <laughs> She's so never cute. made, never made pasta in her life. And she was like. Yeah, you know what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, yep, all right. Wow. Um, White splaining pasta to an Italian? Put her in jail. Yeah, exactly. How um, she? Anyway, that's the end of everyone stays, basically. Right? Yeah, yeah. John um, writes leave again. Yep, he writes leave again. Um, we think Connie's gonna write leave because this whole. Last week seemingly has been terrible for her, mm-hmm. um, but she writes stay for some reason. Who knows? Absolutely yeah, nobody knows why. <laughs> well, she does say later on it's – I guess we can talk about this now. Later on she says – hold on, let me find it. Uh, she says – she said she wrote stay to honor the girl that she was coming in and that she's so different now or something. Do you remember I said this? I said this is going to actually be a good experience for Connie because she just needs to get out of her comfort zone and socialize. Yeah. And was I not right? Clearly yes. she has changed so much. I'm very she proud of her. Much more confident now. Good good yeah. for Connie. Good for Connie. Um well done to you. You know, there's are good things to be had from this. I wonder if people walk out of this thinking it was a categorically bad experience. Even the ones who get like real fucked over and their partners like gaslight them to shit the whole time seem to be like, I'm so glad I did it. 
Yeah, I guess the thing is as well as you just see their relationship on screen with their partner, but they probably get a lot of other stuff out of it, you know? Like, I guess yeah. learn, learning how to talk to other people, maybe. Maybe you make friendships with the other couples. I guess maybe oh, there's you some would. Like, crew members you, you might so end up being friends yourself. with. You know, you might end up being friends with like a camera camera man or lady or something and like them as much as you know that the producers might fuck you over, but you might be friends with those people. Um, also, let's not forget that everybody gets humongous Instagram followings and they basically um, get to live off that now. That's true. They get to they get hot invites to events like Selfish Festival. Yes. Which, again, you did not invite me to, which was... I'm sorry. Crazy, considering the people who were there. Anyway. Okay, well, I didn't know those people were going to be there. Yeah, well, who did you think would be? I didn't read the thing. (laughs) I didn't read the thing. I just heard that there was a $100 gift bag when you got there. And I was disappointed, but I also won some Swarovski earrings playing ping pong. And my friend won a vibrator in a vibrator race. Yeah, all right. I've heard enough, okay? God. Okay, sorry. Okay, sorry. Maybe. Anyway, um, honestly, so- I'm gonna. Do you know what I'm excited for? If 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 our careers go the way that they definitely should, Danielle, um, I'm most excited to go to the Logies because <laughs> the only people I will recognize will be people on from Married at First Sight and The Bachelor. <laughs> that is true. I and I'll we- hang out and make friends with them, and I hope none of them say, "Oh yeah, I saw that post. I listened to your podcast. You're a." huge bitch why did you say this about me <laughs> which you might think is conceited of me to think that people would have done that but as we know that guy that i bitched blake had us has us all blocked on instagram so clearly he listened to it and he? the shit i had to say about him so who knows who else did ah well <laughs> you're never gonna be upset he doesn't like you surely um no although um Men's rights activists are maybe one of the most terrifying groups in the world. <laughs> I think I'd rather upset, like, um, who's who would you not want to upset? I don't know, ISIS? Me? I think I'd rather um, ISIS be mad at me than, like, incels. Yeah, I don't know who. I don't, I don't really know. Sorry. <laughs> I don't. Just opt out of that entire conversation. Sorry, uh, sorry, I got distracted and was looking at plants. Danielle, this is why sorry. we should be video chatting so you can't scroll on your phone. You uh, looking at video plants, chatting? me looking at sewing machines. Oh, can you see me face at the moment? No, I can't. You disabled your video, bro. Oh, does it? So, is sorry when I've been going in and out of in and in and like is it? So it keeps on going in and out of the video. Yeah. Like, am I back now? Is that what happens? Yes. So every time I leave the... Uh, I didn't know. I thought... I thought so you just thought just I was looking at you. So you've been scrolling on and off this whole time. Sorry. Okay. It was just like... Because I thought I was like, are we getting towards the end of the episode or not? Because like I said... Um, yes, we are. We're yeah, done. So I figure... We're done? Okay, cool. Because I was getting a bit like, you know, I find it hard to focus for long periods of time. Um. Okay, so that's good, 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 good. Well oh, done. don't make okay. this into some sort of issue, Danielle. What? What issue? Oh, we have two new what? reviews. Oh, good. Do you want to save one for tomorrow? Um, yes. 
Yes, I will. Um, this one was um, this one's by Abby two five seven from the United States of America. Ever heard of it? I've heard of it. Yeah, well, <laughs> hear of it while you can, because that country is ending. I think. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, it's called this uh, review is titled "Fighting Around Today, Fighting Around Tomorrow, Fighting Around Forever." Great. <laughs> hey guys, I can't stress. And now I've found that I enjoy listening to the pod, even though I've never seen a minute of The Bachelor or Married at First Sight. It helps me pass the time while I'm stuck working overnight. Love all the random topics you touch on also throughout the episodes. I would like to suggest you do another episode of a crappy movie review. Maybe do a commentary episode like the Planet Weekly guys do. It would definitely bring some laughs while we are all stuck indoors. Stay safe. Stay safe. Abby <laughs> from the USA. That's a great suggestion, Abby. Yeah. Um, the thing is, Married at First Sight is ending extremely soon, but I think directly after it, Bachelor in Paradise starts. Oh, no. Yeah. So, um, may, who knows what we will, um, we'll probably have to jump straight to that. But have you seen the cast for that? We should talk about that in another episode because it is good. Um, I think I've seen some snippets. I don't think I've seen all of them, but we've got some of our faves are back. The what? Some of our faves are back. Yes, Abby, Kieran, Tim. Oh my god, beautiful. We are gonna thrive. Okay, this. Oh, and then I'll save the other review to, to, for the next episode. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Um. Anyway, thank you for that review, um, Danielle. What song have you got picked out for us this week? Okay, so first of all, I have to let everybody know the reason I chose this song was not based off the song. It was based off the description. So I don't know (laughs) how I'm going to sing along to this yet, but I just saw the description and thought that's probably one of the craziest ones I've seen so far. Um, I'm going to read that. Well, take it away, please. Okay, so the song this week is called Screensaver, and this is the description. Blip bloop? Bloopity blip. Blue blip. Blippity blib, blib blib, blip bloop, blippity bloop bloop bloop, <laughs> smiley face. <laughs> Wait, what is the syntax? Is that like capital letters? Yeah, there's some capital letters um, and there's some question marks, which is why at yeah, some point no. I inferred stuff. There's also some full stops. So I had to read it um, in, that's why, uh, that's why I read it the way I read it. Well, I could hear it. I could hear it all. I think that was an excellent performance. I wasn't sure if you were adding another texture on top of it or you were just taking um, taking his lead. No, I was doing it full justice. Thank you so much, Kevin McLeod. Um, yet again, another amazing description of another, I'm sure, amazing song called Screensaver. <laughs> yes. Um, well, thanks for listening, everyone. We will be coming back to you ASAP because we have another four episodes to get through. Tomorrow. As well tomorrow um so anyway thanks so much for listening okay bye Bye. Ah. Uh-huh.
This is stupid. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.